Welcome to the Image Makeover Podcast, where we talk about what it looks like to be made over into the image of Jesus. On this episode, we will be talking with Dr. Thad Harless, the pastor of New Life Church in Morton. We will be discussing the strategy of discipleship that they use at New Life in order to help the congregation be formed into the image of Jesus. Today we're here with Dr. Thad Harless. Uh, he is my pastor and friend, and uh, I just want to introduce you to, to him a little bit by um, kind of asking him a few things. Um, first off, uh, what is your ministry background, Thad? Where did you go to school? Where have you been serving at? Absolutely. So, uh, well, I've actually been able to serve in, in various places uh, all around the country from the southwest all the way to the east coast. So um, in, in my undergraduate, I actually served at a church there in Nashville, Tennessee. It was First Baptist in downtown uh, Nashville. Uh, then uh, I was able to serve in Fort Worth, Texas and began graduate school. Uh, and then I've went on to Carlsbad in Mexico, to Virginia in the Chesapeake, uh, Virginia Beach area, served in churches in Alabama, and then I'm um, now in Illinois. Um, as far as my credentials and background, um, undergraduate uh, came from Belmont University with a bachelor's of theology. Uh, then I have uh, two masters from Liberty University and a doctorate of expository and evangelistic preaching from uh, Liberty University. And then uh, I finished out with a PhD in leadership from Piedmont International University. So I've uh, been able to serve in ministry now for uh, 16 years, something like that. And then uh, it's interesting, I've also um, been in school for probably about uh, 13 years of that as well. So uh, long tenureship both in ministry uh, and in continuing to learn and grow. So how did you get to new life? Here in Illinois. Yeah, so uh, I, I think what happened is uh, New Life found my resume on uh, one of the seminary boards, and I think what really interests them about me is just uh, it wasn't so much my preaching background, uh, but it was my ministry experience, uh, and then my background in leadership. I think the church realized uh, that it was time for some transition, and they wanted to bring someone in with a leadership background to be able to affect some of those uh needful changes. And so uh, that's how they uh, kind of came about finding me and starting a discussion with me. And we just follow the Lord's will from there. Now, this podcast uh, that I've created is all about uh, how do we help the church and the people in the church uh, grow into the image of Jesus? You know, God promises that uh, that we will be conformed to the image of Jesus and the hope that the Holy Spirit is working on us and transforming us. Sometimes we don't always see that. And uh and so we need to help our the people in our congregation to uh, to be shaped, uh, to give them the tools and and help them to be in a place where they can allow the Holy Spirit to to work on them. So what is your strategy for helping new lifers to be made over into the image of Jesus? Um, I think the way to see people made over into the image of Jesus is through a healthy discipleship process. Um, I think in the Bible you see Jesus ministering clearly to the crowds, his followers who are crowds, uh, then to the twelve, uh, and then to the inner circle or the, or the three uh, with Peter, James, and John. Now, I think the local church does a fantastic job with the, with the crowd, with wonderful Sunday morning services uh, that are energetic, that are uplifting, that worship God and bring Him glory with sermons that are biblical, uh, that are encouraging people to live their walk with Christ. I think they do a great job overall with that. Many of the churches are. I also think churches have learned, uh, probably starting about two decades ago, um, the power and the capacity of relationship uh, to help individuals transform. And so I think the small group 
uh, movement from 20 to 25 years ago uh, has really been impactful beyond beyond just a knowledge-based class, but developing relationship. And I, and I think that's been impactful, not that we forget the education that's so important, uh, but also the relationship there. Uh, but beyond that, I think that's where the church has struggled. I, I think we have ministered to the to the crowd. We've ministered to the 12 or 15. Um, but I think we've struggled with more of the one-on-one or one-to-three. Uh, and I think that inner uh, the inner circle of, re- of relationship is where we can truly grow deeper and become more accountable to one another and being formed more into the image of Christ. Uh, I'll give this as for an example. If I'm in a small group with, say, 12 or 15 individuals, uh, other married couples, um, there's things that I'm not going to share in front of your wife and things that Maybe I would hope you wouldn't share in front of my wife. Right. And so um, what do we do? Where do we go deeper uh, with that? How do we hold each other accountable uh, to those uh, places where we feel uh, or, or we don't feel as safe in that larger group? And that's where I think um, we want to go is making people the image of Christ. And where I think a lot of churches maybe miss the boat is getting into those uh, one-on-one, one-to-two, one-to-three um, relationships where you can be held accountable uh, and you can be encouraged and push forward with your in your walk with Christ. And, and I think we sometimes miss that. And I, and I think that is my hope for where we're going at New Life is that we're going we're gonna to look to see that relationship of that one-to-one, one-to-three dynamic spread across our entire uh, congregation over time in healthy discipleship to see uh, men and women made into the image of Christ. And, and I think, again, where we miss it a little bit is um, in that one-on-one or one-to-three mentoring, coaching uh, relationship. In, in other areas, I think the, the local church on a whole is doing pretty well. So what does that look like in the life of the average member? Absolutely. So what I'll do is, is uh, and, and I think we'll unpack this in a couple different ways, but let me just say this in a super generic way. So at New Life, you would come in, you would become an attender, um, you'd go through our Next Steps class, um, you would get involved with a small group, um, you would begin to serve in our ministries, uh, and, and then and then our hope would be that we'd be able to, someone would be able to take you on uh, as a disciple, disciple-y, huh, uh, yeah. and get into that discipleship relationship more to the one to one or one to three, and we really have, and I'm very, I'm, I'm very happy with this that we do actually have a process of discipleship, and we call it um, growing, giving, going, and it just kind of mirrors or mimics um, um, stages in the development of a person going through discipleship. And um, if you have a moment, I'll I can walk us through that. Yeah, walk that, walk us through that. What it looks like that grow. Grow, give, go. Absolutely. Uh, so, again, let's let's say we're coming in. It's a it's a person comes in, they commit their life to Christ. So, what we want to do is we want to see them grow. And so, one of their first steps is to actually go through our first step um, class. They've committed their life to Christ. We want them to go into a first steps class um, so that we can actually. Um, take them in and begin to mentor them um, in their faith. One of the things we'd like to do is we'd like to see either a, a mature member kind of appointed to them uh, or an elder or a staff member, and we would take them through a, about 13 weeks of discipleship where they are affirmed in their faith, they have assurance of their faith, and they're really set up well um, really set up well in their faith going forward. So they're very confident in their commitment. So what kind of resource would you use for that? Uh, one of my favorites is 
called Growing in Christ by the Navigators. Uh, it's 13 weeks. Uh, again, you've got memory verses in the back, perforated edges where you can uh, take those cards with you. Um, if you download it, um, it's also available for you there so that you can have it with you wherever you go. And this is just one of the best works. It's been around forever um, that you can take a new believer through that really uh, allows them to be confident in their salvation commitment and then gives them a great uh, base of scripture memory to start moving forward so that they can pull that scripture out and say, um, yes, uh, you know, I believe that God has forgiven me. Uh, I believe that he can forgive me if I make mistakes later on. Uh, again, it's just uh, teaching you about prayer and that you can have answered prayer. So just gives right. you great scripture verses to strengthen your faith. Okay. So, so we talk about the first steps class, then what's after that? So then we'd like to move on to a uh, next steps class. And this actually shows our individuals or teaches uh, our, our people about what New Life uh, Christian Church stands for, who we are, how we do things, uh, expectations, all of this. And so um, they come in, we take them through this mentorship process, uh, then they go to our Next Steps class, and this gives them the opportunity to, to, to grow and make a connection to the vision of the church. We first want to make sure that they're connected to Christ, and then we want to see if if, if they would choose to be connected uh, to our church. In between these processes, we're trying to get them into small groups, um, but we're hoping at this point they're really ready to truly commit uh, to the church, because if they can commit to the church, then we move them on to the next stage where we hope to get them connected in ministry somewhere where they're beginning to serve, and that gets into our giving phase. Okay. Um, so they're, they're growing through our next steps commitment, um, being uh, mentored in their faith. They go through our next steps class where they join the church and they say we believe, um, of course, in the great commission of Christ, but we also believe in the vision of this church and how we do ministry. And then we connect them into where they actually begin serving. Okay. So, so you talk about the small groups. What are ways that you, you work to get uh, people into a small group to help that uh, part of the growing experience? Absolutely. We're very, very intentional in that. As they come to the church, they commit to Christ. We get them involved in discipleship. But we actually have a person on staff that um, from the very first time they visit us, um, we begin trying to connect with them. Something even simple as something with um, an event called Pizza with the Pastors, where we just allow people to meet our staff, um, have some pizza with us, get to know our families, uh, get to know the pastors. And that connection pastor who is trying to connect with them and lead them through the process They'll connect them with our small group leader, um, and then our small group leader get them involved with a group. Uh, if if they come to the Lord, our connection leader also lets them know when we're doing baptisms. And so we're very, very intentional in this process of, of getting them from you know stepping through the door, letting them connect with our, our pastors, getting them into that, that kind of first steps where they're uh, being mentored in Christ into the next steps class where they can truly commit to the church and start serving. So it's a very intentional step-by-step process, helping people grow comfortable in relationship with with other believers uh, so that they can get uh, to that process of where they're actually not just being fed into and growing, but giving back to the local church and serving in the church. And so that's where the service piece comes into, getting them involved in a ministry. Absolutely. And one of the cool things that we do is we actually have a little form that we give our different um, pastors. So when an individual says, hey, I want to serve, how can I do that? We connect them up so that they can meet with individual pastors over ministry. And we give them this little um, sheet of paper we have where they can go and mint or go and serve under another leader in those ministries. And they can see 
see if, yeah, I, I love children's ministry or youth ministry. And on that page, they say things that I loved about it, things where I had questions, things where I had concern. And we even have a little box at the bottom that says, um, sign me up so that we can know where their interest lies. And then, um, Again, we can then connect them into that ministry where they're serving. So it's it's pretty great because a lot of times people come in and, and churches will say, hey, we need help in kids' life or youth or this other area. And they try to plug them in first before they try to discover their interest. Our hopes is we bring them in, we give them the opportunity to see ministry happen in various areas of the church so that they can maybe catch uh, catch fire for it or see their passion in it, and then they can get involved in through telling us uh, based on their experience. And I think that leads to a more healthy uh, initial engagement into serving in the ministry of the church. And then beyond that, we have some guidelines about how we want to empower uh, and train our volunteers to really put them in a good place to begin serving the Lord with positive experience so that they love volunteering in the local church. Okay. So you have growing and then going, or growing and then giving, mm-hmm. and the giving is the serving part. It's the serving, learning to, to tithe, and, um, and and using their gift set in the church, and, and, and the mission of the church as well through uh, local, national, international missions. So it's really engaging them um, in, in being the local church. Okay. So if you're as you're growing in Christ then you start to, to kinda give back. It's like you're getting mm-hmm. filled up and then you're getting you're now beginning to pour out um, into others right. um, through serving. And so what's the, the next the the going part? The next is the going, and this is where they really get involved. Uh, So like I said, they're beginning to get involved in the local church, and they're beginning to serve nationally and scratching the surface, or or serving locally, and they're beginning to scratch the surface of of, uh, national, international. But one of my favorite parts about this model and things we do at New Life, or things we're going to be beginning to do, is then they get into the stepping out uh, where they're actually... Uh, going, they're they're making disciples. Uh, they're not just being mentored or or, or, or coached. They're beginning to do it themselves. Um, so a couple of things here. One of the things that we want to do when they when they come to this stage, they're serving a local church and they're getting ready to transition into um, you know we're we're building into them. They're getting ready to build into others. Is we want to actually take them through. I guess what you would call a disciple-making course, where we take them in and we actually coach them and teach them how to be a mentor and a coach. Because by the time you get to that stage in your walk, um, so often we, we get them to a stage where they serve in the local church, but we really haven't taught them how to disciple another individual. We haven't taught them how to necessarily share their faith or to be held accountable at a deeper deeper level. And so it's at this point that we want to get them into a class where we actually teach them how to mentor and coach others. And what's so awesome about this is, you know, there's times in your life where let's say if you're new to the Lord, you, you're coming in, you need more of a mentor. Uh, to, to walk you through all of these steps. Uh, but then as you mature and progress, maybe you need less of a mentor and more of a coach to hold you accountable. And so what's amazing about this is um, once we get you through this course of teaching you how to mentor and coach other Christians, then you can t- take a new Christian uh, in when they first get started, right, in the growing phase and, and mentor and uh, mentor them and then bring them to a place where you're coaching them. And then all of a sudden they can get into a a mentoring, coaching, discipleship class, and then be able to start that uh, all over again. And and we see this dynamic play out. Uh, You see it not only in the the Bible, 
where you mentor them to where they're empowered to mentor others. But you even see this through leadership studies um, where um, uh, experts like uh, um, Blanchard and, um, and Hersey, um, back in the 70s, they came up with a, a theory of um, situational leadership. And you even see it there. Uh, take for, say, for example, you've got a new employee. They're incredibly excited, but they don't really have a competence level. So you've got to be very mentor-based. You've got to be very... Uh, directive. Um, so when a new employee would come in, uh, it would be more of a mentor. Let me teach you how to do this. Let me show you how to do this. You don't know how oh, okay. to do it. Yeah. But you're but you're young. You're eager. Now now think about this. You're a new Christian, or you, you come in. You're incredibly excited, but you don't know your Bible yet. You don't know how to serve. You don't know the right, right. answer. And so you're going to be more of a mentor to them. But then as they mature and they grow, you begin to coach them more. And then as they, as you continue to coach them, you're supporting them as they begin to get involved in serving in the church. But then eventually, um, what situational leadership would call delegating or maybe empowering, eventually you bring them to the point where they're mature enough to where they can go off and, and make decisions and discipling another. And so you're looking at this both from what we see in the Bible, what we've seen proved out in the history of the church as far as um, mentoring and accountability, um, but that you also see it from the best of leadership studies of, of how do we engage a person uh, through the length of uh, of whatever it is that they're trying to become, how do we engage them in a right way so that we can bring them to success? And so we're applying all of this in this discipleship model. Okay. So let me kind of sum up what, what we've heard so far. So it, it really is this growth cycle to so where you're starting out uh, when you first come in, you're excited, you, you need a lot more uh, kind of one-to-one mentoring. And then as you grow and develop, uh, you kind of are more coaching and you start to, to give back to the church. And then um, you're, you're in the supporting role. And eventually in the go phase, you're actually reproducing uh, disciples. Um, you're reproducing yourself as a disciple to somebody else. So how do you envision this taking place here at New Life? Yeah, so, so my hope is, let's say that a person's come in, they've become a new believer, they've been through uh, this process of where they've, they've come in, they've been uh, tutored or, or mentored through our, um, our Navigators course, the Growing in Christ course, they're very confident there. Uh, then they decide to join uh, the church, then they decide to serve in the church, um, and then they go through the coaching mentoring program to where they feel confident to, to make disciples, to bring them through. What would be so rewarding as we see at the end of that is them being able to go then back and be assigned to a person who's just given their life to Christ. Now, what's also good about this is let's say that you're a church, like most churches, that aren't necessarily experiencing a lot of new conversions. This person who comes out of this coaching and mentoring class can go to a person at any stage in their uh, in their spiritual maturity and development and being made over in the image of Christ, and they can connect with them wherever they are, uh, apply what they've learned, um, and begin and be, be able to disciple each other. Because here's the thing: so you and I have been Christians for a considerable amount of time, yeah. but uh, the questions. Um, that I ask you are going to be questions that you're going to turn right back around and ask me in this mutual mentoring, coaching, developing. So let's say that you are not really comfortable sharing your faith or like most of us, there's a little bit of fear or challenge in that. Or sometimes it's not that we don't want to, it's just we get busy and we just don't think about it as much. 
Well, we engage in this relationship and we're challenging and asking each other about, um, are you sharing your faith this week? Well, well, guess what? You're going to start to think about it because you know that Thad's going to ask you about it. Right. Um, when we say we want to make sure that we're giving to the church, well, if I know that, that you're going to ask me about that, you know, I, I'm going to remember, uh, hey, listen, I need to prayerfully uh, consider what I give to the church. This is a big part of uh, my relationship with Christ and, and maturing in that. And so um, my hope is with this, the, my vision of this is we're going to be training the first group of about uh, 25 to 35 people uh, in the next uh, four months or so, uh, that that group of people then would turn around and begin to mentor people wherever they are in their relationship with Jesus Christ to hold them accountable and encourage them uh, to disciple others into the image of Christ, um, whether they're a new believer already in their faith walk, holding us accountable so that we complete the Great Commission of Christ. Okay. So what kinds of resources do you uh, do you use or do you recommend? So I've already mentioned the uh, Growing in Christ. It's a 13-week course for new and growing Christians. Uh, it's just it's one of the best simple materials out there uh, to be able to take a new believer through and just give them encouragement and give them assurance on their salvation. Just I uh, absolutely love that. Uh, there was a resource years ago um, by Community Christian that put out, uh, it was called, it's called Life-Changing Conversation, a coach's guidebook. Again, a small pamphlet that is just tremendous. Uh, but the one thing I would recommend as well is that um, find any and everything that you can on mentoring and coaching in the church. Uh, it is being discovered or being discovered again uh, in many circles. And so if you can find anything along those lines, it's really going to help you. Uh, I think, again, it's, it's emerging um, in the church literature. Uh, you can see it all over the places where even the coaching profession is growing in the secular world. So uh, you, you can certainly find the information there. Um, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Um, things are out there that can help you. Although I would encourage you, once you discover the information, uh, make it make it very accessible to your church and what you're doing. This, this thing can be moldable uh, to, to who you are as a church and to your people. And so I would just encourage you to do that and look for resources in those areas. Thanks for listening to the Image Makeover podcast. We are a brand new podcast, so please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. Also, make sure to check out our website at theimagemakeover.com. See you next time.